Hello, everyone. My name is Duncan Schultz, and once again, you are listening to the Arizona Skills USA podcast. Today, we're talking about networking and the importance of making great industry contacts. We have two fantastic guests here to talk about this with us today. Um, if I could have you guys introduce yourselves, that'd be great. Um, okay, hi guys. My name is Jasmine Perez. Um, I was a member of Skills USA for about four years, and I was the former state officer for the year of 2019 to 2020. And now I'm still working for Skills USA as an alumni member. But as of right now, I am attending and working for ASU in Tempe, Arizona. Awesome. Great to have you. And I'm Ross Rector. I'm a uh, I'm a professor at Central Arizona College. I teach a commercial electricians program. Um, we have a partnership with Wilson Electric. And so my students, when they finish the program, usually they go right to work for Wilson. Um, I've been involved with Skills USA for a long time. How, uh, how long would you say that is, Ross? Wow. <laughs> probably like 1998, 99, wow. 2000, somewhere in there. Um, a long time. I've sat on the board for a few years as well. I've done everything from, well, I, I, I've, had, I've taken students to competitions, obviously. I've um, had state officers. I've had national officers. So I've been around um, the I've been around for a while, and I, I was also a teacher trainer for Skills USA and taught at the Skills USA University at nationals a couple of times. So it's been fun. Awesome. That's actually that's even news to me. That's that's really cool. Uh, one of these days, one of these days, I'll get around to applying to try to do that. But I don't know if I'd quite make the cut yet. I'm sure you will. <laughs> one day. One day. All right, so to get started with our topic for tonight, once again, we're talking about networking and the importance of making industry contacts and maintaining those over time. Um, so we'll kick it off with our first question. In your guys' opinion, what's the most important aspect of finding and creating new business contacts for yourself? Do you feel that you have to act a certain way or modify how you act in front of certain people, but not others, to maybe maintain your working relationship with them? Um, so I think the most, it's kind of hard for me to kind of put into words what I do to put my foot in the door, because that's simply what I do. I put my foot in the door. Like I actually just go in and jump right in and start making connections and start networking. And just, you have that whole, that whole network of people that can help you, um, while help you, like after you put your foot in the door, help you just kind of walk in, you know? So, um, but I definitely think that um, what's important, uh, <laughs> what's important in um, keeping those networks is definitely keeping those relationships and those connections. So I definitely recommend that, but yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think that, that you're right. I think that a professional network or network of people is just a relationship. You create relationships all the time. Um, and, and I think it's easier to work with those people that you already know and develop with family, friends, um, colleagues, and stuff like that. So um, it's pretty interesting, too, when you start thinking about some of these different things. The, the, the fact of the matter is uh, networking is really big now, especially during the times that we're in. But I think that um, with I think there's like 7.7 .7 billion people in the world and almost half of them are on some type of network socially, right? 
So I think that when we start thinking about that and we start thinking about the different ways that we create relationships and friendships, it's really cool to, um, to just get to know somebody, then get to know who they know, and then they get to know who you know, and then it just develops and develops and develops. And um, Duncan, you also mentioned, like asked how we maintain those relationships. So um, personally, I think that um, once you create that relationship, it's kind of easier to be yourself and not as hard to maintain that relationship because you guys are both on that personal connection. Um, although when you are first making your networking, like in your networks and your connections, I would, I remain professional and um, just kind of put my best self out there while making connections. But as soon as I feel like I can be comfortable with this certain networking um, opportunity, I definitely start to calm down and become more like myself so that it's just more, um, it, everything flows in the end. So, yeah. Okay. And then Ross, do you, uh, do you have any ways that you particularly like to put on the charm when you make new contact, new, uh, contacts? <laughs> the charm, huh? I'm not sure. I think that, I think that it's just getting to know who was it, Dale Carnegie that had the book, how to win friends and influence people. And I think some of the things that he talks about is just, you know, being sincere, um, with people and being honest with people. But I, I think one of the ways that, one of the things that I do is I, I like to include people. So if I'm talking about something or if somebody's talking about something with me and there's somebody standing there, sitting there, something, I try to include them and, and get them in the conversation. That's one thing. The other thing is um, uh, I'll try to do my best to help them to understand what we're talking about. And so I guess that's just being an includer in, or, or having somebody in, involved in it. But charm, I don't know. I think that I try to be sincere and I try to be honest. And, 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 and um, Dale Carnegie said something to the fact that, you know what, getting people to talk about themselves, I think that's a big thing. So if I can get people to talk about themselves, um, and, and everybody does. I mean, I like to talk about myself. I, I, I'd like to think that I'm an introvert because I don't like to be in crowds and stuff like that. But I think that most people do like to talk about themselves, especially if they have something important to say. So if you get somebody to talk about themselves, I think it's it's way beneficial and then you can learn more about them and stuff like that. And if you're in a group of people getting several people to talk about themselves, it's really cool because you're learning how to network that way. Yeah, this actually this even comes into the next question I had uh, and it, it was for you, Ross. You're kind of the Skills USA Arizona go to guy for industry contacts like we think of like, all right, well, we need somebody who knows this subject or who knows this particular technique or has uh, influence in this area. And it's like, all right, who do we know that might know somebody there? Ross. Yep. Yep. Ross knows somebody. Um, and you've already kind of answered this question, but it was, uh, do you actively seek out people uh, for their knowledge or does it kind of come passively as you get increasingly involved in what you do? Yeah, I, you know what, and that's a great question. And, and I don't, I don't really know that I go seeking people. But I think that I, I'm a lot, I want to be a lifelong learner. So I'm always looking at learning how to do something and learning how to do something different. I think that intelligence is domain specific. And I think that we broaden our horizons when we can be a little bit knowledgeable in many, many domains, right? They're, they're, and in social media and everything else, I mean, skill sets are all over the place and, and, and having that understanding of what other people know and getting to know it. So um, 
I think I know a lot. I, I should let me go back. I think I know a little bit about a lot of things, and I know a lot of people in a lot of different areas. But I think that you know it's interesting, and I'll, I'll throw this in there. The other night, um, my wife and I and my brother and sister-in-law we went to go eat dinner, and we're sitting there, and somebody comes up to me, and it happens a lot. I was in Hawaii, and somebody yells out my name, "Hey, Rector!" And I'm like, "How do these people know me in places that?" You know, they're not supposed to know me, but anyways, um, and we're having dinner and a young lady comes up and she starts explaining that I was her teacher, you know, at, at, at one of the schools. And I was like, wow. And I, I mean, there's so many people. I was like, how am I supposed to remember all these people? And I was like, what's your name? And she told me, and it, it turned out to be, so I don't go seeking this, but being, um, a, a, a skills USA, um, teacher trainer, you meet so many people and then you go to those schools and you visit those schools and you visit their students and those students remember you. And, you know, I, I have a, a face for radio, I think, but um, I, I have one that most people don't forget and then they'll remember. And it's pretty funny. I mean, there, there's a lot. Of, I don't seek that, though. I don't go looking to it. But when I go and I start doing some of the things that that I've read about when I was in college, when I was younger, if I get people to talk about themselves then I start remembering, yeah, you know what? I'll remember this, I'll remember this. And then keeping that relationship, you know, every now and then just sending an email to somebody that I met at nationals, I'll, I'll, I'll send them an email just saying, hey, you know, I, I hope everything's going well, but keeping that relationship because you never know when you're gonna need somebody. And here's the other thing, what's really, really cool in, in professional networking is you never know when you're, gonna have, when you're going to have the opportunity to share what you can share with others as well. I think it's not always what you need, but what can you offer? I don't know. For sure. Did that did that answer your question? I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah, that definitely answered the question. Um, so going forward, then uh, my next question is actually for you, Jasmine. As you're kind of coming into the workforce and taking your first steps into, you know, the great big world of work, um, which you know we all look forward to, right? Um, how are you taking steps to make sure that you do have a foot in the door in your chosen field and? Uh, kind of what are you i hmm, i don't know how to elaborate on that um so yeah just, uh, no okay idea. so um i'm just gonna start off by saying like i've never had a job before like in high school i never worked or anything so um the workplace is kind of new other than the experience that skills USA provided me and i'm so grateful for that um so i think honestly <sighs> I don't know, getting here, I got my first job. So um, I'm actually my vice, vice president for my dorm hall and the residence hall association. So um, getting into that, like, it's not a step towards my specific career goal, but it's a step in leadership and leadership is something towards my career goal. Um, and what my career goal is, I might <laughs> add is, um, I wanna be in political leadership. So it's a step towards that and like, even now as I'm going to school for, I'm majoring in philosophy, um, I'm still taking those constant steps towards my career goal. And I'm making those connections with my professors so that they can get me in touch with other people within the industry so that I can just keep going further and further, whether it's internships, um, jobs, or anything that I can just simply do. But yeah. Awesome. Ross, is there anything that like, you would kind of recommend for somebody who's coming into, you know, the introduction to their, their career, basically, is there anything you'd suggest about 
reaching out to particular people or anything like that? Yeah, I, I think that, um, I guess, value, value all the opportunities you get, I think, um, and then become genuinely interested in the people that you meet. And I think that, you know, I'm not one to go and say, hey, go get the job that makes all the money. Um, obviously, I'm an educator in Arizona. So um, that was a joke. But anyways, um, what I was going to say is that I think that the most important thing, well, why do we do anything? Why do we, why do we go to school? Why do we have a job? Why do we do, why do we make friendships? Always to enhance the quality of our life. Everything we do should enhance the quality of our lives. And when we look at careers and when we look at jobs and stuff like that, I think we, how is this going to enhance the quality of my life? First, secondly, I think it's, it's important that realizing that it's valuable. You can apply for a job because you need a job. And I think there's a lot of people out there that go to work because for one reason only is it to make the money because they have bills to pay. But I think as we progress in our career and in our professions, I think that we need to start realizing that not only, um, how do you say this? I need a job, but the job has a a process of, of people applying and stuff like that, but they put out there the fact that they need somebody. And when we realize, you know what, I'm valuable and I'm valuable to you. And I think getting people to, to, to realize that and not sell them or oversell themselves, but exhibit character qualities that communicate you hiring me is going to enhance your um, business. Um, me coming here is going to enhance my quality of my life, but you hiring me is going to enhance your business and being able to have that confidence, not, not just, I, I don't want to say pride, but to have confidence and let them know, you know what, I'm what you need. And I think as you go and progress, I think you meet people all the time. I sit on interview boards with the college and stuff like that. And I realize, man, some of these people I listen to, they're like, yeah, they're amazing. They, they're really, really good. And they just got out of school. How could they be so great? But the reality is, is that they're confident and, and they understand that. So I think that if I was going to advise somebody, I'd say, just realize your value and the value that you bring to somebody else and, and exhibit that characteristic so that, that, um, that they would want you. 100%. I know even going as far back as like when I would compete in job interview for skills USA, it was a major difference in my performance when I walked in and like, I felt good about how, like what I was doing and, and what I was going to talk about. And when I, you know, just kind of tried to go in and wing it, there was a big mm -hmm. difference in my level of confidence and it, it really showed in how I felt and how I, I probably portrayed myself. I know when I do public speaking events, if I don't really take the time to prepare for it, if it's just like, yeah, I have this basic outline of what I'm going to do, but I can handle it. It doesn't work out as well as if I'm like confident in my plan and I know that I'm, I'm on top of what I'm doing. So having that confidence in and that self-assuredness in myself and knowing that I'm capable of it, it's, it's a huge boost to everything I do. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I believe also like the more you're doing something, you can gain confidence. Cause I know I like I've gone into conferences where 
um, I'm kind of iffy, I'm so nervous, like, and then as soon as you're meeting everyone, you're like, hey, this is not so bad, like, I actually love doing this, so it's a, it's also a process too, you know, it can come throughout, or you can go in with confidence and gain even more after that specific event, it's just, confidence is a major factor in creating those networks, yes. For sure. Uh, when we think about networking, I think we often think about the concept of, you know, like business cards, interviews and handshakes, but in the world as it is in COVID, um, this really isn't possible in a lot of cases. So what do you two think about platforms like LinkedIn becoming more of an industry standard for professionally reaching out and getting yourself out there and meeting people? Um. So actually, I, I have LinkedIn, so I think it's actually helped a lot. Um, you can get, you see these people who are thriving in their businesses, and it kind of motivates you, and then you can connect, you have the opportunity to connect with these people um, and get to know more about what they're doing and their organization, and that starts to lead to um, offers and opportunities that you can take advantage of. Um, I also believe, like, here, being here at ASU, I've come across um, professional development opportunities, um, such as, like, LinkedIn or handshake I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it but they're just there's so many platforms nowadays that it's just awesome and it makes it easier especially during this pandemic to get out there and be connected with um, not only the industry but those people in the industry and yeah I just think it I think it's awesome because I I personally love the in-person kind of concept but Luckily, these um, these platforms make it a little bit easier to get past the, oh, we're not in person, but I can still make this connection. I can still do this, you know, and it just gives you that confidence in creating more networks. And sometimes it's just some people aren't good at being in person or being out there um, face to face. So this gives them an opportunity, too. And I think that's one. Yeah, for sure. I was going to add that, you know, with all the people, like I said, half the world is almost half the world is um, socially networking, right? And I think it's vital to create those resources necessary to compete in, 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 in almost everything. I think this pandemic has created a lot of interesting and new things. Um, you know, I sat in a board meeting today and we realized that our Com our competitions, our conferences, all of our conferences are going virtual. Um, and I think it's opening up avenues that some of us never really considered before. How are we going to now um, do a conference virtually and ensure that everything is the way it should be and all the possibilities and benefits are going to come our, to our students? And so I think it's opening up different aspects and some uh, we've heard and I've heard in years past that, you know, uh, the jobs that are going to be available in 2025 haven't even been created. And I think this is the beginning of, of some of that stuff. It's going to be interesting. I mean, a lot of it. So so having those LinkedIn um, and, you know, the other part of it, I think, is really important is. We're not doing as much as we used to do personally. I, I shouldn't. I, or we're not as, how do you say it? I think Jasmine just said it and I can't remember exactly how she said it, but being in person with people, we're not that way anymore. So a lot of times I think this social networking and LinkedIn and lynda.com and um, obviously Facebook and some others, I think reaching out to some of our, our people 
um, and letting them know that where we are and how we can help them and how, you know, um, I guess going back to genuinely interested in other people through these networks because we can't do it personally, I guess that's a word. Um, so I think that, that, that you know, it, it, everything's changing. And so I think that these other uh, resources, networks, social networking and stuff, I think it's vital to, to enhancing the quality of our life and then preparing to compete in those areas where our lives will be enhanced. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I think Zoom actually has been like a good factor and component to this whole pandemic because I don't know about you guys, but honestly, I think I maybe used Zoom once or twice before everything. So, um, and I, it just kind of opens up new avenues, like you said. Um, it's crazy because we all can't be um, at the same place. Why didn't we ever think about Zoom or why didn't we think about these options where we can meet not face to face, but technically <laughs> camera to camera, you know, like, and it's just the same thing as being there. Um, so yeah, I think I'm just really impressed with everything. Um, all these new opportunities ever since COVID happened, like it's just, everything's more resourceful and just we're adapting, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, well, I think we are just about close to time. So with that, I'm going to say thank you guys once again for agreeing to come on the podcast and talk about uh, networking and your thoughts on the subject. And to our wonderful listeners, thank you for once again tuning in and uh, listening to us talk about things that we think about. And hopefully you get a kick out of it. Um, but that is all we have for you today. So once again, thank you and have a good one.